Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Heresy runs rampant in the church today, especially among the hierarchy. Regardless of whether the particular bishop in question in any given circumstance is a stridently pro-Francis foot soldier in his war against a traditional faith or, frankly, one of the better bishops opposed to Francis's program, many, if not most, of the bishops hold to errors that had been condemned by the church in past ages. Heresy is not only an error of reasoning and the result of bad catechesis or no catechesis at all, it's also a sin. St. Augustine describes heresy as a form of idolatry, since the heretic is putting his own views ahead of the teachings of the church and divine revelation, thus making a god of himself and his own reason. Sin darkens the intellect, corrupting our ability to use reason and logic, often leading to some rather profoundly stupid decisions to be made. And frankly, we're all prone to doing that to some degree, but when a heretic bishop is in charge of making decisions that affect the salvation of souls on a large scale, the stakes get much worse than they are when we make a stupid decision. Today, I have the story of one such bishop who made a very stupid decision, one that could cause the faithful to suffer, and it's all because he's probably a heretic. But first, I wanted to thank the patrons of Return to Tradition for continuing to support the work done here to bring the news and important stories not being covered anywhere else to the faithful. Your support keeps these messages coming, these daily videos that I do every day. It helps keep them coming, so for that, I thank you. And if you want to join in supporting our work, you can do so for only about a dollar a month. There are links to Subscribestar, which is a Patreon alternative, as well as Patreon in the description box below, or just hit that join button. Thanks, and let's talk about a profoundly stupid and dangerous decision made by a hyper-modernist bishop, one of Francis's own men. Our story comes to us today from LifeSite News. Headline, Swiss Bishop Abolishes Office of Exorcists, saying there's no need to find secret causes of problems. Ah yes, secret causes. Bishop Joseph Maria Bonamena of Chur is well known for his extreme heterodoxy. Okay, so demonic influence is now just a, quote, secret cause of problems, according to him. Demons are very real, folks. Sacred scripture wasn't being metaphorical when Christ cast legion into the pigs. Jesus believed in demons. That's good enough for me. I believe they exist, but apparently it's not for this bishop. Demons are, in fact, so real that exorcists from around the world have reported a massive increase in requests for their services, especially since the start of 2020 almost as if something at that time or immediately prior to that was unleashed on the world. Like at the Pacamama consecration in October 2019, which also involved a weird marital ceremony that Francis participated in, and he even received a ring. <clears throat> Go figure. In 2020, the Associated Press ran an article talking about how exorcisms were on the rise in the aftermath of the iconoclastic protests of that year. Iconoclasm is the heresy of rejecting and destroying sacred images, and it goes back to the Protestant Reformation, actually much further back than that. And in 2020, the revolutionary forces of the world were focused on destroying cultural artifacts in America, specifically statues of all kinds, all of which were deemed offensive and evil. Even statues of people you'd think would be heroes if the iconoclasts, you know, ever read a book. For some context, in that article, the writers reached out to a lay expert on exorcism, and he reports that in 2020, exorcism spiked. He attributed it to protest, but I think this has more to do with the consecration of the Pacamama in late 2019. But from that article, for some context, quote, Two experts on exorcism, religious studies professor Andrew Chesnut of Virginia Commonwealth University, and Reverend Pius 
Pitrick of St. Patrick's Seminary and University in California recalled no other recent exorcisms in the U.S. similar to those in Oregon and California. Chestnut noted that in Mexico, some high-ranking Catholic clergy performed an exorcism in 2015, seeking to expel demons nationwide. Participants said they were responding to high levels of violence, the practice of the <clears throat> Moloch ritual, and the offenses of some of the or organized illicit organizations in that country. More broadly, Chestnut said exorcism in its traditional form is a demon chaser. It is increasingly widespread around the world, though there are no official statistics, end quote. That article goes on to point out that even Francis has taken positive action on exorcisms in the past, and good for him on that. He's appointed exorcists as auxiliary bishops of major dioceses like Chicago, of all places, which makes Bishop Bonamain's decision to eliminate the office of exorcist all the more maddening. It could always get worse than Francis, I guess. Now, his decision should have people falling to their knees to pray for his conversion. So keep Bishop Bonamain in your prayers. Pray that he actually, you know, becomes Catholic because his religion is politics. And that becomes obvious from his own words and his reasoning behind why he abolished the office of exorcist in the first place. So from the article that LifeSite published, quote, Swiss Bishop Joseph Maria Bonamain of the Diocese of Chur has abolished the office of exorcist in his diocese. Bonamain said in an interview with SRF, it's a local media outlet, that there would be, quote, normal solutions for most problems that people have and that he has, quote, never been confronted with a person that needed a major exorcism, quoting the bishop directly. For many questions, we do not need to look for extraordinary causes. Rather, we are all human beings who have strengths and weaknesses in ourselves, who are confronted with difficult family, social, and professional situations, Bonamain told SRF. And there are normal solutions for this, i.e. medical, psychological, psychotherapeutic, and one does not need to want to find secret causes. According to the report by SRF, Bonamain claims to have received the task from Pope Francis to solve the dispute between, quote, arch-conservative and, quote, moderate Catholics in his diocese, and that not having an exorcist was a step towards, quote, normalization. Right. The diocese of Chur should no longer be attractive to people who want an exorcism. I've never been confronted with a person where I've had to say, there's a major exorcism required, the bishop prelate stated. Most people will have emotional, psychological burdens and need support, prayer, blessings, appropriate church services, but not necessarily a major exorcism, end quote. Okay, so where he is correct is that there are plenty of people who think they need the help of an exorcist when what they really need is prayer or the help of mental health experts or some other resource the church can provide. That is true. And exorcists like Father Chad Ripperger have said as much. And in those cases, obviously, people need to get the help they actually need instead of wasting the time of an exorcist, who is typically very busy with their unique and rather dangerous ministry. Where Bishop Bonamain is wrong, well, it should be obvious. He's denying the reality of the demonic. I know you're shocked. He's denying the reality of spiritual warfare. He's denying the fact that we battle against princes and principalities, that there really are demons who try to lead souls to eternal perdition. His statement is revealing because it makes it obvious that he simply does not have something that's recognizable as the faith. What he has is something else, but it isn't recognizably Catholic in the slightest. 
as Catholics, we recognize the reality of the supernatural and the reality of the demonic. Bishop Bonnemain's decision will have a deep impact beyond his diocese. And as it turns out, German Catholics until 2020 had been coming to his diocese for exorcisms because in Germany, exorcists practically don't exist, at least in many of the dioceses. And I'm sure you're as shocked as I am that the land of the German synodal way and its normalization of sin, heresy, and vice is a place that hasn't had exorcists in a very long time. Try to contain your surprise by this. I, I've been working hard. <laughs> Even the secular media is correcting the bishop on this one, though. Quote, Ironically, the report by the secular state-funded media station SRF appears to counter Bonamain's position that exorcism is no longer needed in the Diocese of Chur. The report by SRF notes that exorcists have to first check if a person has a medical problem and consult medical experts, and that the bishop has to give his consent before performing a major exorcism. That's all true, folks, by the way. Furthermore, it quotes religious expert George Schmidt, who five years ago called the Diocese of Chur a hotbed for exorcism and a hotspot of exorcist activity in the German-speaking area. There are people from Germany who cannot get an exorcism in their home country and who come to Chur to be exorcised, Schmidt said. Bishop Bonnemain is well known for his heterodox positions. The Swiss Opus Dei Bishop expressed support for the James Martin parody of marriage and knowingly gave Holy Communion to non-Catholics during his ordination ceremony. Furthermore, the Swiss prelate has been accused by priests in his diocese of implementing the James Martin ideology in the church under the guise of preventing Ted McCarrick-type problems. Bonamain has also been accused by two groups of lay Catholics of knowingly tolerating liturgical abuse in the form of women con-celebrating at Catholic masses in his diocese, meaning you've got women who think they're priestesses up there offering the Eucharist. In October of this year, Bonamain failed to correct one of his employees who endorsed the use of uh, indecent material you find on the internet. Bonamain was appointed by Francis as Bishop of Chur in February 2021. End quote. I, you know you're not surprised that Francis appointed this heretic to his present office. That's just par for the course at this stage of things. I mean, after all, a bishop who would be perfectly at home participating in the German synodal way like Bishop Bonamain could only have been appointed by Francis. I mean, who else could have done that? His allowing women to con-celebrate the Mass as if they were ordained priests is proof enough that this bishop is a heretic and should be avoided by the faithful at all costs. But this does hint at something here, a bigger problem. Some Catholics point to Opus Dei as a great organization that is orthodox in nature. And the reality is that Opus Dei has long since been turned into an organization whose purpose is to keep traditionally minded Catholics in the locked into the sort of the Novus Ordo culture, by offering a version of that that is traditional looking. Bishop Bonamain is a product of the Opus Dei. Over at Father Z's blog, the good priest, in a recent post on the subject, asks a rather basic question about all this, and he points out something basic in all of this that a lot of people seem to be missing about this bishop story, and it's kind of funny, actually. From Father Z's blog, quote, Does this say something about the direction Opus Dei has gone? Apart from that, I have a sneaking suspicion that most bishops don't know what exorcism is or what the differences are between minor exorcisms, the exorcisms in the traditional baptismal rites, the exorcism used in some blessings, and especially the differences between chapters 2 and 3 of the older Rituale Romanum and what is in the different appendices of the post-conciliar book. 
That said, the chief exorcist of every diocese is the diocesan bishop, end quote. If the bishop is the chief exorcist of his diocese and Bishop Bonamain abolished the office of exorcist in his diocese, did he just abolish his own office? Did he abolish himself? For those of you who hold to the position that a heretic in the hierarchy loses his office, it's sort of a moot point and it is kind of a joke anyway, but it's a humorous thought. What it really shows is that many of the modern bishops have such a poor, 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 poor understanding of their ecclesiastical office that they do things like this routinely. It's just as likely that Bishop Bonamain knows nothing about what exorcists do or where they get their authority from. I mean, yes, he knows the difference between a major and minor exorcism, but so do most laity. Exorcists only get their authority from the local ordinary who has supreme jurisdiction in his territory. The real exorcist of the diocese is actually Bishop Bonamain himself. Anyone like Father Ripperger only gets their authority from the bishop. An exorcist is just the extension of the authority of the local ordinary. So I'm curious, though, what do you think about the consequences and what do you think they will be from him abolishing the exorcist office in his diocese? Will more Catholics be left without access to this important intervention offered by the church? Are you surprised that the church in Germany is functionally without exorcists? Let me know in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot as well. Now, as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.